0: heads. Dear Lord, thank you again for this opportunity to preach the gospel. We ask you, Lord, to let the the power of the word uh, transform hearts. Lord, we know it's your word that changes lives. And we pray right now, Lord, that you use us as a vessel to be able to speak to your people. Let your word come out clear and plain. Let it be so simple even the baby can understand. We thank you so much and we just cannot thank you enough because you've been such a blessing to us in so many ways. We appreciate you today, Lord. We, let, we ask you, Lord, to let your spirit reign all over this world so the world will know that you're still alive. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So I, I, uh, 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 I, I'm, I'm just excited. Uh, I'm always excited when I'm preaching, and so that's a, that's a fun part for me. I really, really enjoy it. And so I, I do the sermon, uh, a guy's management training program, and um, I'm a big fan of Miles Monroe. Um. How many people ever heard of Miles Monroe? Uh, um, he died in a plane crash a few years ago. i would never forget. I was such a fan. I read so many of his books. And uh, I went to class that night, and, and everybody said, oh, man, I know you feel terrible because that's all I talk about is Miles Monroe. But uh, uh, he, he really introduced me to the kingdom of God and what the kingdom was all about. And so, um, and we talk about the kingdom. And I want to show you some things, man, through a kingdom perspective. And it's, it's important for us to understand that, God's plan. But we're dealing with some things now like never before. Uh, Satan is real. Everybody says Satan is real. Satan is real. Don't take it for granted. Don't you fool yourself, man. Satan is real. And I want you to understand something. Now, I'm a former coach. I'm a former coach. Uh, I coached basketball for Muskegon for m- many years. And uh, I coached football for Muskegon. Uh, now, uh, so we have Brad Curthy who, who coached at the college level as well as uh, he's now the head basketball coach for the boys at Mona Shores Basketball man, that coaches do, uh, George, is uh, whenever they get ready to play an opponent, Brad, uh, they try to get as much film as they can. And they want to break this film down. And they, they get this film, and they break the film down, and they look at the film, and they try to find all your tendencies, right? What else? What, else, what are your weaknesses? How, how can we attack you? How can we beat you? Right? That's, that's the whole mission. So so they, they watch the film, and some coaches, man, spend hours and hours and hours watching films, and they, so they don't necessarily um, uh, uh, do a certain time, man. They put all the focus on what you're doing. So they come to practice the next day, and they have what you call a scout team. And the scout team runs all the plays of the other team. And then you try to counter everything they do. So when you get into the game, uh, a good coach, man, that's really good at breaking down film and all that, uh, they can tell you everything will happen. So when you have a good team, they start calling off the plays ahead of time. Like they watch out, they're about to curl, he's coming off the screen, he's he going to the corner, they know every play that you're going to run. Now, here's the thing, uh, Satan uh, got your game film. Yeah. Yeah. Satan got your game film, and he's been studying your game film. And he knows everything about you, he knows your history, he knows all your weaknesses, he knows what you like. You know you don't like. He, I mean, he, he'd been watching you and studying you from the time you hit the earth because he knew that you was designed and created, man, to be an impact in the world. He knew that. He knew that God had already created you because he was up there in heaven. He knew how God operates. Satan know how God operates, no operate, right? And so he knew, man, that God had already planned for you to be a success and be impactful. So right away, man, he started studying your game film when you was a little kid. And he had people watching you. You know, and so he's watching everything, and he's trying to influence you on multiplication because we're in a spiritual warfare. You know, so we, uh, a lot of times that we look at people and we think we're fighting people, right? But we're really fighting Satan. And the thing is, uh, uh, God designed the family in such a way that it was supposed to replicate the kingdom. Right, so Satan comes and he attacks the family because if I stop the family, man, then I, I stop the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so everybody got to be on the same page. If you're not on the same page, then you're not gonna be able to handle him. You, you, you're not gonna be able to handle him. He, he, he's he's a tough, he's the tough cookie, and he knows everything about you, man. Right, but here's the key: God gave you, right? Uh, it's almost like. God put an all-American spirit inside of you. So you may know me, but you can't defend me. You, 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 so God puts something inside of you, man, to counter anything he does. Right? But you got to have God working on the inside of you, man, to be able to deal with him. If you don't have God and you can't play with him, you can't straddle the fence. You, know, you you can't straddle the fence, man, because he's been studying, he know your weak. so you got to practice, you got to put the time in, you gotta study, you got to you got to listen, you gotta study him like he studied you. And then you'll be able to recognize him, man, when he comes. And if you can't identify him, man, he's gonna hit you, man. He may hit you through an illness. He may hit you through your kids, through your job, but he's coming. And Jesus let you guys in on the secret in the John 10 and 10. He says, the thief cometh, but for the kill, steal, and destroy. He said, but I was brought here on this earth that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. Jesus, that's why I came here. I came here for that mission, right? Um, in Ephesians, I had, uh, in Ephesians chapter 6, Paul was writing to the church at Ephesus. And he was writing with the church of Ephesus, and if you read chapter 5 and all that, man, he deals with the family, then he deals with the children, and then he deals with Satan, right? And he deals with, man, this spiritual warfare, right? And so I kind of want to read a little bit of it, and then um, uh, my sermon notes, I'm going to get to them, because that's that's a little different. But here's what I want to read. It says, finally, finally, be strong. That's what he says in verse number 10, Ephesians 6 and 10. In the NIV verse, he said, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Listen to me. I want to let you in on the secret, man. You cannot live any kind of way and have power. You you can't do anything. You can't just do whatever you want and live a raggedy life and think you can have power not against Satan. You can't deal with him, man, living a... You got to walk in righteousness. You got to do, in order for you to deal with this booger, you got to have God working on the inside. And he's going to manifest himself on the outside. Watch what he says. He said, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Then he says this, put on the forearm of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Right? Now, uh, for those who coaching, and anybody, I'm a former coach, we always have schemes. Man. We have schemes. We put together schemes, Margaret. And we say, listen, we're going to do this, and this is what we're going to do. We may trap. When the ball hit, if I call this player right here, we're going to trap right away. We're going to push him over here in the corner. This is the shooter right here. We're going to go boxing one because this guy's so good we can't stop him. So we're going to take our best defensive player, and we're going to mirror him all over the floor, and we're going to play everybody else in the zone. But we're going to play him man-to-man because that's our scheme." Right? So we got to know Satan's schemes. Right? And, and God, this is the only way you're going to be identified, man. You got to be in the spirit of God, man. To be, you can't identify him because he's too good. Because he'll use you. You think you're looking at your, uh, your, your, your co-worker and, and your spouse and your children and he said, man, I'm, I'm in you. I'm working through you. Right? And so you got to know his schemes and what he's doing. Right? And so then he says this he, in verse 12. He says, for our struggle, watch what he says, our struggle right, is not against people. Right? He said, our struggle is not against people. Right? He said, you mad and fighting people. But you got to know the spirit behind the person, man. You got, to know and you got to know that spirit. And if a person doesn't live right, that spirit will take over their life. And their mission is to destroy you. How do I know that? Because they, he in your spirit of influence. That's why he's in your life. And you can see the snake head. You can see him. You can you can you can watch him when he hiss. You can hear the lie. You can see it. You, you know it's coming, right? And he and there. So you got. And then so he can't trick you when you're in the spirit because you can recognize him. But but this is important. He said, but you ain't you ain't dealing with people. So now I'm fighting a, 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 a person, and it ain't the person. How did that spirit get in them? Because they left a crack. And the devil is a spirit, man. And a spirit is not a person. It's a spirit. So it has to to have a body to work through. So you may do certain things. Whenever you live an unrighteous life or you walk around with sin, what happens, you open the door for Satan to get in. And once he get in, man, he take full control. And now, all of a sudden, I don't care. You can come to church. You can, I told the guy on the phone, I said, man, you know, you can come to church with your wife. Y'all can come to church every Sunday. If y'all ain't living right, y'all might as well went to the club. You if, if, if you ain't living the right, you, well you might as well went to the club and partied all night. Because you're not trying to live. You're just putting on a show, right? And so this thing, man, when you come here, man, listen. When you enter his sanctuary and you come in with praise, you got to come in with a mind, right, to be delivered and set free, right? And, and it's important to understand that. And people say, oh, man, you, say he can go to the, you should go to the club versus come to church. Listen, Jesus told he said, man, the devil. Watch what he told me. He said, listen. There will be hell in the church, but it won't prevail against it. What you want to do, you don't want to be the hell in the church. You, you don't want to be the one man the devil used that create the hell in people's life. Jesus said, I'm a God of peace, man. And, and, and we, we said, well, I just can't help it. You know, I, I, I just like to know that's a lie. It's that spirit inside of you that you got to get out and you know why he's there. He's there to kill, steal, and destroy. And it's somebody in your spirit of influence, man, he's trying to kill other than you. That's why he got him in your spirit of influence and you lie. Help you, don't raise your hand. How many people ever lied to somebody, man? Don't don't raise your hand. But you lied to somebody, man. You knew it was Satan at the time you told a lie. Why did he allow you to lie to them? All you do is tell the truth. But he wanted wanted you to tell them a lie so you can make a decision based on a falsehood. So you make a decision based on what they said or you told them a lie and they go back and they make a decision based on what you said, man. Satan used you to try to destroy them. He's because I already got you because I got you because you told a lie. So now I'm trying to get everybody else you in charge what you're dealing with. Woo, it's good, ain't it? Now... So, so he says, for, we are, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the... He-. Listen, the battle is already fought. The battle is being fought in the heavenlies and is manifested in the physical. The spirit's got to come down and they got to have a... Body. Gee, listen, God was very strategic he created a human being and watch this DeAndre Pentecost he created a human being from the dirt right but he knew he had gave the earth to humans so he says listen but I'm going to breathe my spirit in them and they're going to become a living soul and they're going to run the earth man on my behalf so Satan uh uh, says, I-, I got it. I got it. I'm not even legal in the earth. I can't do nothing because I'm a spirit. Uh, he says, so I got to get in a body. So he gets in the snake and he tricks the woman and the man because they both ate, right? And, and and here's the thing, but he he had to have a body to work through, right? But God, watch this. So God gave. The reason you don't do what you used to do is because the Holy Spirit came into your life and he transformed you. And you're not what you used to be. Now, from the time you accepted Christ into your life, man, Satan has come. He got his foot on the gas pedal trying to drive you as far away from God as possible. So you have opportunities to do right and he's going to show you how to do wrong. You know, it's, it's almost like, uh, 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 yeah, that's it, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get back to that. Yeah. Right. So now, here's what he says in verse 14. Stand firm, right? He says, stand firm. And he says, with a belt of truth. Everybody the truth. Now, I'm not going to talk about nothing else, man, other than the truth, and I'm going to wrap this up. I'm not even going to go to the rest of the armor. Because that thing right there, well I'm gonna deal with two of them, right? One of them is truth, and the devil is the father of lies. Right? And 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 his job is to, to, to make you believe a lie. And he can tell a lie so good. That got, ain't no way in the world, Pastor Duren. No, Pastor Duren ain't lying. I know not, not Pastor Durham. But if I'm not living right, I don't care how many sermons I preach. The devil can get in me and work through me, man, and try to influence all of y'all. And y'all will go home and say, but I'm telling you that you could Pastor Duran, said. And I said it to deceive you. That's what Satan will do. Right? And so if I don't walk in righteousness, man, he'll use me. If you don't walk in righteousness, he will use you. And what he does, and, and he's a father of lies. And nothing worse than believing somebody, man, having faith in somebody to tell you a lie. You get more angry when somebody tell a lie. Man, I can't believe you lied to me. I trusted you. I, I, I believe in you and you know I asked you and, and you and you lied to me why did you lie to me I'm so angry and I knew you was a liar when you opened your mouth right so then we're going to talk about the seal of faith because faith is you got to believe in God but faith is something that that combats lies when I have faith in God Right? I live in such a way right, that I don't have to live a lie. Okay, listen, let's deal with this lie. Now, because some of us, we fake it till we make it. Now, what we're doing is lying until somebody find out. And, and, and we wonder why we can't really be successful because we live in a lie. And, and the world told us, man, fake it until you make it. And Jesus had faith in me. Since everything belonged to him and he created me, I I, I think I ought to trust him. And have faith in him in such a way that I don't have to lie to you. Because I'm more afraid of him than I am you. And, and here's the thing. And it makes a difference. But the devil knows you. And he's and he, and he been studying you. Right? And you want to justify why you want to, why this and why that and why you want to get out of this or, or why you're doing this. He said, man, I'm, now you can tell everybody else a lie. He said, but I know you. He said, I'm going to push that button until the whole thing blow up. He said, you want to live that lie? You want to blame somebody else, man, because you ain't do you want to, he said, i tell you what, I'm just going to destroy you. And I'm going to let this train run on the track for a while. And and when you get down the road, it's going to jump off the track. And you're going to try to find everybody you know to try to get this thing back on the track. He's saying it's not going to get back until you repent and turn. And some of us right now, man, is off the track. Satan has gotten you, man. He's been studying your film. He's been watching your life. He know what's going on, and he tricked you and got in your life, and you want to blame him, and you know it's you. And the thing is, man, you, you, you go and you cry and say, Lord, I know it's me. It ain't my brother. It ain't my sister, but it's me, Lord, that standeth in need of prayer. The reason why we're in the situation we're in today, and why we in, well, the reason why all the stuff going on in the world today, man, is because some people who call themselves believers allow Satan to use them right, and use their influence, man, to destroy people's lives because they do it in the name of Christ. I'm, a, I'm saved, y'all. I'm sanctified. I'm an evangelical. I go to church. I go to Sunday school, right, but I still cuss my wife out. I still, I still jump on my husband. I, I still beat my kids. I still lie on my taxes. I still get food stamps. And no, I ain't supposed to have them. I I do do all that stuff. But I still believe in God. (laughs) Now listen, so the devil make you think, oh man, but that's how it is, y'all. We just got, no, that's a lie from the pit of hell. I got testimony after testimony that you ain't got to lie about nothing and God will make a way. I got too many people, man, who come from the gutter most, man, to the other. God brought them man in righteousness, and they, they are, their, their state is so much better. Right? But what happens if he can get you to tell a little lie and do this? sin, now he gets into your life. And now he controls you. And now you got to keep telling that lie. I was talking to a person on the phone the other day. And uh, somebody, they got this PPO loan, this, this, these things out, I man. They got unemployment and all this kind of stuff, man. The government is really coming out hard on people. And, and listen, uh, I, and, and uh, Lord, have mercy y'all. Jesus. It's going to be some people in trouble, man. Listen, Brad, it's going to be some folks in some serious trouble, man. It's going to be some saints who gave their life to the Lord but yielded to Satan. And they lied because they say they had something they know they didn't. And you thought it was all right, man, because it was the government. Guy said that was mine, man. And money belongs to the government. Okay, now I'm finna wrap this thing up. Now here, this is good. Now I get to go into my notes. All right, here we go. Put my sermon back up. I'm gonna wrap, I'm gonna wrap this thing up. All right, here we go. So, guys, for now, watch. Now watch what happened. All right. God wants to know, can He trust you? God want to know, man, can I trust you? Can I trust you with my resources? Right? Uh, everything you have, everybody say everything. everything. Belongs to who? God. Even your life belongs to him. But Satan got another plan for you. Right? Now, watch Psalms 24. 1. The earth is whose? The Lord. And what else? Everything, everybody say everything. Amen. It's all His. Now listen, faith means I know that it don't belong to me. It belongs to God, so I don't get to trick the government. I don't get to trick nobody. I know y'all gonna be mad at me. Some of you people will be mad for real. Pray with me, y'all. All right, I'm just telling the truth. You got to deal with it. I ain't got to deal with it, Margaret. They got to deal with it, right? It ain't on me. All right. Now watch what he says. For He laid the earth's foundation. On the seas and built it on the ocean's depth. This God got good ain't good. And he blessed you. Now listen, uh AJ and Anessa are some blessed kids, right? Because I'm their daddy. Now when I run out of money, they run out. Right? As long as I got it, I don't care what you say, they got it. Now listen, if God is my father, he ain't running out, Chris. Because it all belonged to him. So he can take from here and put it over here. I just got to do what's right. Because how many of you got children? When your kids don't do right, man, you discipline them. And if they don't listen to you, they're gonna, they gonna be cut out. They might get cut out the wheel altogether. Now, now, now this is important. I want you to now watch this here. Now, now here it is. Here's what Proverbs 19:21 says. Many are the plans in a person's what? Heart. But watch the second part, the B version of that. Read it. God's purpose, we're God didn't save you for nothing. God did not save you for nothing. God did not deliver you from crack cocaine, Teresa, for nothing. Ain't no in the world he, he delivered you from crack cocaine for you to go over there, man, and get drunk. I didn't deliver you for that. I didn't deliver you from this over here, there, from crack cocaine, for you to go over here, man, and then lie to somebody else. And I and I made a way out of no way. Yeah. He said, and bless you beyond, and then somebody come and tell you, uh, you know, here claim this extra child. You ought to tell him that the devil is a lie. Because everything I have, God gave it to me. And I can't claim his kids. Yeah, I'm messing with somebody. Somebody's gonna hang me, man. This is good there, right? Now, now here's do the I'm, I'm I'm gonna run through Deuteronomy real fast, and I'm gonna wrap this thing up real. Right? I have some extra time. I'm trying to go eleven. Right here we go. Now this is good. Everybody say good. I do the right? Now tithing, God's, God's training program about tithing, tithing and and giving ain't got nothing to do with money. It really ain't got nothing to do with money. It sounds, you know, everybody deal with money. It ain't, because you got to remember, man, when you, when you get into tithing and you get into the Old Testament, and I'm going to show you, I know, I know, I know, I know, just wait, stay with me. Let me read it and it makes sense to you, right? All right. right. Um, let's read together. All right. Everybody read. Hold on, stop. Uh, or your money. Your savings account. All right, keep reading. How much did you set aside? He said, set aside one-tenth. Now, now, remember, not everything belongs to him. So he gave you 100%. He said, I want you to take 10%, and I want to know, can I trust you, or are you going to lie about what I gave you? He said, I want to know, are you going to lie about what I gave you? Because I know what, I know what, I know what you got. Woo, good. All right now, read. Oh, stop. What did he say, do? He told you that was your type. He told you to eat. All right, key reading. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's talking about your money. Everybody say your money. You talking about your money. You ain't eating no money. Read. What is he going to do? He's trying to give you his program, his training program. He said, Doing this is going to teach you something how to reverence God. Everybody say, Reverence God. Right. Now keep reading. Everybody got to read. Read. Well, that's always oh, I can change. I'm sorry. I got excited. All right. I got excited, Chris. I got excited. All right. Okay, read. Whoa, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Who, who going to bless you? When God blesses you, everybody say, God blesses me. Keep reading. What kind of harvest? With a good harvest. He ain't talking about no money yet. But with a good harvest, keep going. now stop now I want to pause for a second alright because I'm going to get out of here man by 11 o'clock for real now what? he said now listen to me man he says when you grain all your cattle your grain and all that he said then I want you to go somewhere where they worship he said now listen now it's important he said whatever you do man if you got so if I bless you too much Chris Lance he said if I bless you over and abundantly he said you got too much everybody say too, too much read monkey wrench in the pipe, didn't he? Teresa, I ain't never read that, right? Now, so he threw a monkey wrench in the pipe. He said, now listen, if the place is too far to go, he says, take it, sell it, turn it into money, take the money, and then go, right? And listen, and, and go to the place your God has chosen, all right? Now, read. Oh, wait, 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 because y'all don't get bad on this. Watch it right he Now, when you get their lands, use your money yes. to buy your tithe again. Yes. All right, read. And I must you mine oh, Lord. A nigga said, Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> everybody, all the alcoholic niggas are like, Hey, give me a drink, give me a drink, give me a drink. <laughs> they go. They say, me, I want to give him a drink. Look at everybody. Everybody turned around like, Oh, my. Give him a fifth right now. He said, "Give me a fifth right now." Uh, don't y'all get drunk on my account. It's the word of God. Okay, now he like, "Now keep reading." He said, but your whole household, man, celebrate right now." Read. Now, the Levites was not allowed to have land and all that. So God said, make sure don't you you forget about them. That's where you get the Catholic church and all that. If you come in and you can't own nothing, right? He said, and they got to make sure, right? He said, make sure you have enough of them. It's important, right? And then he says this. And at the end of every, what, third year. Everybody said third year, right? He said, bring the entire type of that year of harvest and store it in the nearest town. Then he says this, Read. Now, now listen. Now, now watch this, man. God gonna bless you. Now, this is important, man. Don't miss this. Here. God gonna bless you, man. But God always intended for everybody, man, to make nobody ever to be left out, right? It's an honor system. So what, what tithing and offering does, man? It teaches you. It trains you, man, to give God a portion back. Now, unfortunately, you guys understand how you, how all this money stuff come into play, right? Because the church operates different than it did back then, right? Now the thing is, man, God gave you everything. Remember, God gave them everything. Now watch his training program. And he gave them everything, but he told them, I want you to set aside how much? A tenth. He said, I'm giving you 100%, but I want you to set aside a tenth. Right? He said, you set aside this tenth, man, and that's for the Lord. You don't get to do whatever you want. You don't get to dictate where it go. Right? He said, this right here you bring to the Lord, and then let God determine what happens with you. Right? He said, "You got to trust me with you. now. This now listen. is his training program to talk about discipline, right? Now it's important. It's, it's, it's several things. Everybody said accountability. accountability. But this guy's system accountability. Everybody said discipline. discipline, honesty, honesty. Diligence. 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 diligence, faithfulness, trustworthiness. trustworthiness, dependability. dependability. It teaches you all of that. God's system puts all of that into play." Right? and what he's trying to get us to understand something is I want to know can I trust you I'm going to give you 100% of all the resources now the question is now you can listen remember this when they lied to the apostle the woman and her husband died because they didn't lie to the apostle man they lied to the Holy Spirit God knows your heart. God knows everything that's in your account. God knows what's going on in your life. It ain't just about money. God says, I want to know, I want a tenth of everything. If you got ten dresses, right, one of them belongs to him. Uh, uh, I heard my brother say, he said, if you got 24 hours in a day, two hours and 40 minutes belong to the Lord. God said, a tenth of everything you have has to go back to him. And it's dedicated to him. It ain't to you. You don't get to lie to me. That's why I don't even look at offering. That's Camilla, she Tell you to tell you. Some people come and tell me, here, pastor, I want you to know they, they be real proud. they the head, pastor. No, I promise you, man, I don't know. I don't get into that, right? Because God's going to bless regardless, right? For those who God, He going to always bless the church. Because the church is the institution, man, they set up, man, designed, man, to help move the things. All right, so Now, you, you do give your tithe offering to the church and all that, right? but it it's not like, if you don't, you're going to be cursed with a curse and all that kind of stuff. No, what God want to know is, can I give you 100% and then can I trust you enough, man, to give me 10% back and then you take the 90 and do whatever you want? And you say, no, so here's what people do. It's the truth. So they give $100, man, and they feel good about it. right? The problem is, man, the problem is that they make 2000 I'm just using it for an example. That's that's the problem. So uh, and the problem is, so they give and they feel good about it because you gave the church a hundred dollars, right? So you think the church should be glad too, man? Right? God said, "Man, I ain't happy with you. I'm not impressed. You don't impress me because I know what you make." He said, you, "You spend more than that at the casino. Am I telling the truth or telling the lie? You lost that at the casino." You lost that, you paid that much money in, in numbers. For those who played the lottery. You you, you bought that in my market. They bought a pair of shoes more than what they type of would. They got a dress. They paid more for a dress than they give to the Lord. And God said, Can I trust you? You want me to trust you, and, and you've been lying. All alone. Now listen to me. This ain't for the world. This is for the saints. Because y'all know the system, how the system works. So the church works on what you give, right? Now, you, that, that's how the system works. Now, if, if the church don't do right, Camilla won't let me do wrong. I'll be trying to do wrong. Camilla won't let I'm just playing. No, she don't, we're going to do what's right, man, regardless. We're never going to do what's wrong, ever. Ever. You know, I would God to take everything from me, my family, everything before I do wrong. Take it all from me. Because so it all belong to him. So we're not going to do wrong by your money. Here's the issue. You know what you're supposed to do and you refuse to do it. But you want God to bless your life. And you think you're doing God a favor by tipping him. And God said, Listen, you can't tip me, man. I gave you a hundred dollars. I gave you hundred dollars. He said, and I told you to give me ten. And you gave me five and thought you did something great. <laughs> and you're going around bragging about it, man. I always give. He said, man, You ought to stop it. He said, because you're lying to the Holy Spirit. Because the system was designed so the people could have. The church, I promise you, the church, Bishop Wells used to say this years ago. He said, there's going to come a time when people have to depend on the church. It's here. Churches, are, I mean, they help with people all over the world. Hungry, buying food banks and all this kind of stuff. If it wasn't for the church, man, some people starve to death. Really, literally, starve to death. The only way we can do stuff, man, is what you do. Listen, your time I want you to get this in. 10% of it, man, belong to God. You won't volunteer for nothing. God says 10% of your time belongs to me. Now you do the rest of what you want, with your other night, but 10 of it belong to me. So I ain't finna do, it. I, I, I give, them. I come to church. That's an hour out of a whole week. That is not 10%, man. Right? That's why I said it's not about money, man. It's about trusting God. That was good. I'm going to close, y'all, because it's 11 o'clock. Everybody, stand to your feet. Get a Lord a hand clap. Amen. Now, I'm going to get a lot of uh, stuff on Facebook. Uh, D'Angelo, you can do the Facebook page. This week. Because right. I'm not going to respond. So if you ask me a question, I'm not going to respond. I'm going to defer you to D'Angelo. Right. Now, uh, let's bow our heads. Dear Lord, first of all, I want to thank you for this day. I will thank you for a great opportunity for us to recognize what you've been to us. Thank you, Lord, for letting us know that you really love us and you want to trust us. And you want to be a blessing to us. And you want to use us to be a blessing to other people. So we ask you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, to come into our life, rededicate our life. Give us the desire and the passion. Be more committed to you so we can give our percentage back to you. Not just our finances, but our time our energy our resources because it all belongs to you and we thank you for our wonderful family you've given us we thank you for the job you've given us we thank you for all the clothes and the shoes all the wonderful things you've done for us but Lord give us a mind and desire to be faithful to you and then we don't have to lie we don't have to cheat you will open up the windows of heaven and for our blessed man we don't even have room enough to see and we have testimony we have testimony that you did it God you've done it for so many people and we ask you, Lord, please, in the name of Jesus, touch their hearts so they have a desire. Not here a kingdom. It don't have to be a kingdom embassy. Lord, we just want them to commit their life to you so the world can be a better place in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You all may be seated. We're going to dismiss in a second. But uh, it's a time of giving. I said it's a time of giving, right? It's a time to give. right? So we ask you all you can give or Five. There's different ways to give. I have a God put on your heart to give. It's between you and the Lord, right? I didn't tell you. I didn't give you that sermon for you guys to give because I really don't care if you give that. The mother said you shouldn't say that. I really don't, because God gonna bless regardless, right? yeah. Whatever you do, but you don't want to be left out because because you didn't do what you're supposed to do, right? It's your opportunity, man, to be a blessing. Now, if you don't believe it, you don't have to believe it. nothing I said. Keep on doing what you're doing, right? I'll be there when you want to borrow some money, right? Now. I'm telling you what I know. I didn't say you got to put loaning people money. They trust the Lord more, right? It's important, right, that you guys do your part, amen. That's all we ask. Do your part. If you're out there on social media, if it ain't king, whatever it is, man, just do your part. Help make the kingdom move forward in the name of Jesus. We thank you for everything you guys give. We appreciate you so much. So as we leave this place, God, but never your presence, bless us, bless those who have to give and those who have not. And Lord, if they don't have it we actually open up opportunities so they have an opportunity to give. Um, so if they can't do it this time, at least they have the heart to do it. And so when you give them and bless them with all the energies and the resources and all that, they'd be willing to make this kingdom work. This kingdom, Lord, this kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may stand. Thank you all so much. All our business for the first time. Uh, who called me this morning and asked what time service starts? Somebody call. Did they here? Somebody call. Uh, I'm glad you came. Hey, I am going to tease you. I really appreciate she, she called. I gotta tease you. You get to know my personality. She said, I want to know, is it an hour service or is it three hours? <laughs> hey, me and my wife, hey, me and my wife laughed because we used to be in service for three hours. We used to go to church, we were in out three, four hours. <laughs> we really did. So we just laughed. When you humble the phone, we laugh and laugh and laugh. God be with us. Uh, Thank you so much for everybody who came and joined us today. We appreciate you so much. Uh, Please come back again next week, same place, same time. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day.